Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you that have joined us this morning on the prayer call. We're so glad that you come to join with us to hear from the Lord and to pray on behalf of others. The presence of Abba, our Father, is so, so sweet. Hallelujah. The fragrance. Hallelujah. The fragrance of heaven is permeating on this call this morning. So without further ado, let's go together before Father God underneath this power of his anointing. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, We just want to say thank you, God. Yes, you are more than enough. Thank you, God. Thank you for the victory that you've given us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the power that you've given us in the name of Jesus. And we come, God, standing in that position of victory in the high place that you called us to. Worthy is the name of Jesus. Worthy is the name of Jesus. Lord, you deserve our praise. And we intentionally give you the praise in adoration. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise. Father, let your kingdom reign. Father, we stand this morning at attention, at attention to hear what your spirit is saying to your church. Thank you, Father. Father, even as we pray this morning, We ask for your guidance, your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. None of us, but all of you. None of us, but all of you, Father. Speak through our team leaders. Speak to those that you have called and chosen this morning for our devotion and for our prayer that have been lifting up Lift it up to you. Have your way both now, Father, and forever in the name of Jesus, the name above all names. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. I am honored Honored to serve the Lord Most High and to serve you, my sisters and brothers. The angel of our house at New Destiny Church is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian. We bless, we bless our leaders in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Linda Lightfoot. Minister Lightfoot, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. I am blessed of the Lord. I'm excited about another day in the kingdom. Amen, amen, amen. I'm excited too. I love that. Hallelujah. The fervency of the Lord. Our prayer requests and praise reports that have been given or are that have come forth to us will be offered by Sister Shirley Burke. Good morning, Sister Shirley. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am wonderful, and I praise God for all is well. Amen, amen. All is well. I like that. Yes, all is well. In the name of Jesus. Well, without further ado, let's go forward in the name of Jesus. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Good morning to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, to our pastor, Pastor Adrian Smith, to all visiting pastors and clergy, and to our New Destiny family, friends, and guests. Good morning, and God bless each and every one of you. Our topic of discussion comes from the following passages of scriptures. Isaiah 61 and 7 says, For your shame you shall have double." And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. Romans 15 and 13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And Proverbs 10.28 says, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The book of Isaiah is written by the major prophet Isaiah or Yeshia, who is often referred to as the prince of prophets because of the majestic sweep of his book and the powerful way he depicts the themes of justice and redemption culminating in the great prophecies of the Messiah and the Messianic age. His name means Yahweh is salvation. Isaiah 61 is a messianic prophecy delivered to the Israelites that were captive in Babylon, announcing the arrival of the Messiah and the resulting powerful impact and purpose that his arrival will have upon Israel. The entire book of Isaiah and Isaiah's message is presented against the background of Israel's greatest period of prosperity after the golden age under David and Solomon. Prosperity Agricultural and commercial success and military success were accompanied by immorality, excessive drinking, idolatry, oppression of the poor, greed, and the presence of false prophets who pandered to the desires of the people. Doesn't that sound like an assessment of the state of modern-day America? America, known worldwide as a very wealthy, 
powerful, progressive, and prospering nation, prosperous America, a nation advanced in agriculture and international commercial success. And, oh, let's not forget its great military power, once revered and feared by other nations of the world. America, the one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. But the same nation served God an eviction notice and began to turn to ungodly practices. Immorality settled into the minds and hearts of many with massive propagation through subliminal messages and bold commercial images impressing the minds of people. Excessive drinking has become the national pastime with alcoholic beverages and other intoxicating substances being widely peddled to help people escape reality and truth. Idolatry has been ushered in and embraced in an effort to erase any trace of the one and only true and living God. Liberty and righteousness has fled and in their absence oppression of the poor and greed have overthrown right for wrong and where there should be a fervent outcry and protest, a literal revolt against all ungodliness, the presence and teachings of false prophets is ushered in and embraced because the church has overindulged in the things of the flesh. Tolerance is at an all-time high and the church has become intoxicated and full of delusion, lulled to sleep, too lethargic to even consider danger and so far from sobriety that lives are not discerned but are accepted as truth. Prophets who present themselves as powerful men and women of God but in truth have personal hidden agendas with no intention of declaring the true state of affairs according to God's edicts, let alone ministering to the needs of the people as God would prescribe. They speak of him with their lips, but their heart is not with him. They rose to power because they pandered to the desires of the people by telling them what their itching ears wanted to hear, laced with a smidgen of truth, if any at all. They are money-driven and lovers of power and notoriety. Israel, like America, found itself in crisis, calamity, and ultimately in captivity. Minds today captivated by false evidence appearing real. The true revelatory word has become rare. The people of Israel were captivated and enslaved by their enemy just as Americans are today. The modern day believer has been captivated by electronic devices that tell them what to think, who to associate with. It redefines friends and values. It distributes false hopes. It dictates who lives or dies by numbers and votes, demands denial of God and promotes idolatry, materialism, and corruption. It elevates and lowers disease counts and trends at the stroke of a key. Israelite periods of bondage were long, intense, and miserable without any visible way of escape. Today's pandemic has the same feel. Faith was dissipating and hope was dwindling down to naught for the nation whose God is the Lord, for the people whose God is the Lord. Isaiah comes 
in chapter 61 to comfort and ignite faith and hope with a flame of great expectation, with a promise of deliverance, restoration, and their captivity being avenged. It starts out at verses 1 through 3, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give Unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. The coming of the Messiah brings liberty to all that embraces him. The prison doors swing open, releasing its captives. The chains, fetters, and yokes are destroyed. Minds Hands and feet are now freed of limitation. Those that held them captive will be punished, and the souls that have been injured will be healed and made whole. Isaiah 61, 7 says, For your shame ye shall have double. For the shame of being defeated, captured, imprisoned, and enslaved, in spite of the shame of having brought calamity and captivity upon yourselves through disobedience, idolatry, and rebellion, because of the covenant, God has promised not only to restore you, but to reward you with twice as much. He says, and for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion, meaning because you were made to blush in your humiliation and embarrassment to the depth of your embarrassment, I will cause you to rejoice. He says, therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double, meaning the land that was taken shall be restored and you shall own it again. You shall repossess it. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. The joy of this blessing will last throughout eternity without end. For everything God's children have suffered, the frustration, the humiliation, the suffering, the loss, God is going to restore you double. For all the lies and confusion, the mental and emotional agony, the tears, the grief, the intense pain, their suffering, their tears of grief shall be turned into tears of joy. They shall experience repetitive and continuous blessings. They shall own double, twice as much, and their joy shall never end. The season of suffering will be over. Romans fifteen thirteen says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Proverbs 10, 28 says, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Joy is the passion or emotion excited by the acquisition or expectation of good. It is pleasurable feelings or emotions caused by success good fortune, and the like, 
or by a rational prospect of possessing what we love or desire. People of God, embrace joy. Fill your heart and mind with expectation of every promise that God has declared to you. Expect the prospect of possessing what we love or desire. And one of those things is liberty and peace in worshiping the living God. Father, bless us. Enable us to captivate the hope and expectation in our hearts for the manifestation of your promises. We thank you, Lord God, for the promise of double for our trouble, and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you for the double portion over your people in Jesus' name. Thank you for the oil of joy. Amen. Now, Sister Shirley, come forth. We're ready for you to lead us in prayer. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe as she prays. Thank you again, Minister Lightfoot. We're ready for you, Sister Shirley. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah to Elohim, the one and only true living God that has given us hope, life, and joy today. We are grateful. Thanks for that wonderful message, Minister Lightfoot. Father God, we come confidently and boldly to the throne of grace, acknowledging your holy presence and in sovereign power, and we thank you for your mercy that covers our failures. We call upon El-Rohi, the God that sees us and knows our hearts and what we will ask before we speak. Father, we ask heaven to hear our voice and earth to hear our words as we make our requests known in Jesus' name. Father, as we stand in your presence, we ask your forgiveness for any disobedience, fear, unbelief, doubt, and lack of faithfulness in our relationship with you. Father, let your truth expose our secrets, our emotional strengths we rely on that will bring about true repentance and let the broken places you crush in the lives of your people be restored with your righteousness that will shine forth through us. Father, create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, according to Psalms 51.10, and we give you all the praise, honor, and glory for giving us, for forgiving us and restoring us to the joy of your salvation as you uphold us with your free spirit in Jesus' name. Father, 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18 declares we are to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. So let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, as we declare in Psalms 1914. This morning we have two requests submitted by Dennis Rogers, and we are praying for healing from stage 3 breast cancer for Kathy Truesdale and healing of kidney cancer and a mysterious illness for Chris Kavitavar. Praise to your name, Father. Hallelujah. We give you thanks and call upon you as Jehovah Rapha the God that heals, who forgives all our iniquities and heals all our diseases, according to Psalms 103, verse 3. Father, in situations like these, there is nowhere to turn except to the creator that knows every inch of our bodies, what is in order and what is out of order. Father, our hearts and spirits cry out for the fear, hurt, and pain a person goes through when they have such a heart-wrenching diagnosis of cancer in the body. 
Father God, we cry out for Kathy and Chris that need a healing miracle that can only come through your touch and will for their lives. Father, hear our cry and prayers as we lay at your feet Kathy Truesdale and Chris Tavita Barr and ask for your healing virtue to flow through their bodies to destroy every cancer cell and restore every area of their bodies to wholeness. Father, the doctors do not know or understand all that is happening with Chris, but you know. Father, give the doctors the knowledge and understanding and information to help them put a name to the mysterious illness Chris is dealing with. Father, let the doctors not speculate or prescribe medication that may not have a favorable outcome for Chris. Father, speak to Chris' body and cause this mysterious illness to dissipate in the name of Jesus. Father, you're the only true and living God, and we thank you for life in Christ Jesus as we stand in agreement with Kathy and Chris for their healing. They're in the valley of decision, and we ask you to give them ears to hear. Hallelujah, Lord. Your word, a heart to believe and receive your word, and faith to trust you in every step of the process for their healing. We declare Isaiah 53, 5 over Captain Chris with an assurance they trust and believe Jesus Christ was wounded for their transgressions. He was bruised for their iniquities. The chastisement for their peace was laid upon him, and by his stripes they are healed in Jesus' name. Father, cleanse their blood from any traces of cancer cells. Dissolve all tumors and inflammation affecting Kathy's breast and Chris' kidney. Restore new body tissues, God. Clog blood vessels, hushay, weak veins, and every affected area that is out of alignment with your original design of their bodies. Father, confound the doctors and nurses and give them a heart to believe in your healing power. As Kathy and Chris become a testimony to your healing power every day, their bodies declare you are in control. Father, we declare your promise in Isaiah 41.10 over Kathy and Chris. May they not be fearful, for you are with them. And may they not be dismayed, for you are their God that will strengthen them, help them, and uphold them with your righteous right hand. Father, we thank you for your peace and strength that will cover Captain Chris through every doctor's appointment, every treatment, and every up and down day they may have. Father, we pray their faith will continue to grow as they believe you to keep them in every challenge they face. Father, we decree and declare cancer has no foothold over their lives, and every cancer cell is being aborted in their bodies, even as we are speaking in Jesus' name. Father, may the truth and strength of your word in Jeremiah 30, 17, that declares you will restore them to health and heal their wounds. Be a daily prayer of thanksgiving. Let it be, Lord God. Hallelujah. Their prayer of thanksgiving for Captain Chris. Father, we ask that Captain Chris' family and friends will continue to hold them up in prayer. And may every encouraging word, help offered, and support given be a source of joy and comfort to them as they wait on you. Father, we're asking that Captain Chris will seek out the healing scriptures in the Bible. Read and trust them every day as necessary food for their strength and healing. Father, may Captain Chris trust you when they feel they cannot go on and doubt begins to knock at their heart's door. Let the angel of the Lord encamp around them and bear them up with your strength and assurance. You are right with them in their journey of trusting you for their healing. Father, thank you for being the good shepherd whereby Captain Chris like nothing they need in the process of their faith journey. May they lay down in peace as your word washes over them day and night to refresh their souls in Jesus' name. Father, when you... When things may not look favorable, give them to trust you. May their lives reflect Christ everywhere they go as their cup runs over with joy and trusting you through the good days and the bad days. Father God, you know the heart desires of Kathy, Chris, and everyone involved in asking you to heal them. Nevertheless, Hashe, nevertheless, your will be done in Jesus' name. For you know best, and we give you praise for the release of your answer in their body and spirit. 
Father God, thank you for hearing our prayers for Kathy Truesdale and Chris Tabitavar. May their hearts feel the comfort of your word as they stand in faith believing you have heard their request. May they stand on the assurance of your word and wait in faith for the answer to the prayers we have released and the authority and power of your word and your will for their lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching so we know that everything that Sister Shirley has asked of you, Father, shall be done in Jesus' name. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Lightfoot. Minister Lightfoot, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes. Um, joy is defined as the passion or emotion excited by the acquisition or expectation of good. It is pleasurable feelings or emotions caused by success, good fortune, and the like, or by a rational prospect of possessing what we love or desire. Without expectation, we can have no hope because hope is a desire coupled with the expectation of obtaining the thing that is desired. And without expectation, we can have no joy because joy is produced when expectation is fulfilled. I know that there are all kinds of troublesome things happening around us and our loved ones, unbelievable and sometimes unbearable things, but God has made promises and will keep every one of them. I encourage you all to endure hardship like a good soldier. Stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord through faith. Expect double for your trouble and don't lose hope, but be filled with joy. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's all I have. Amen, amen, amen. And we receive the double for our trouble in Jesus' name. Well, I want to ask you all to please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect. Then scroll down to Prayer Requests and enter your request. We have been called to pray without ceasing and to pray ye one for another. And we willingly obey our Father's command. Please remember to invite others to the prayer call Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. And also, we live stream on Saturday mornings, <clears throat> excuse me, for corporate prayer. And we also are in-house, which means that you can come to the campus. Saturday corporate prayer is at 7 a.m. at the Pittsburgh campus this Saturday at the Pittsburgh campus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Shirley, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others again as we stand together 
We are our brother's keeper. Now let's go before Father God again together in unity where he commands the blessing. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word this morning, Father. And we accept your oil of joy. We accept the double God in the name of Jesus for everything that we've endured. Jesus, be glorified through your people. Father, I pray that you bless your people this morning. Bless every caller. Father, I declare and decree your word again in Isaiah Isaiah 61 and 7. Instead of shame, I declare your people shall receive a double portion of honor. In this land, your people shall have everlasting joy, joy without end, joy unspeakable, joy that surpasses man's understanding because it comes from you, from you, Father, your joy. Father, bless your people. Give them the oil of joy for all ashes. Father, give them the oil of joy for every disappointment, all embarrassment, all humiliation. Father, give them the oil of joy for, your, for every hurt, the agony that they've endured. Father, give them the oil of your joy for all pain and assault. Give them the oil of your joy, Father, for all disappointments again, God. Hallelujah. Father, may your joy overtake, God, for your people, God. I sense, God, your people, dear God, that they... Some have lost hope, Father. Give them the oil of your joy this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I declare that your people possess the double. They take it with force. They possess the, the double in the name of Jesus. They possess the double, the double for all that they have endured. I declare that your joy, Father, your joy be continual. Let it be perpetual, suffocating every attack of the enemy. Father, I declare Nehemiah 8 and 10 that the joy of the Lord is their strength. I declare that every call a rest in your joy. Rest in your peace, Jehovah Shalom. Father, open the floodgates of heaven and let your joy, God, Let your joy flow, not temporal, superficial happiness, but your joy, God. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow, Father. Reach even the crevices, Father, of the hearts of your people where no one else can reach. Let your joy overtake and be their strength in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, by the power of the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we seal every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation in Jesus' name. 
No weapon formed against your people shall prosper. And every tongue that arises against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And our righteousness is of you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Minister Helena, please open the lines for the saints to pray and worship together. <laughs> 